From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 104 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? Not much. What's happening? What's crack a <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm realizing that I shouldn't be making facial gestures and like anything during the opening anymore because now that we're recording yeah i noticed um (laughs) if you if you don't know uh if you're first time listening we are on youtube now we we're taking the video that we record during the episodes and james is spending most of his free time editing the video and then getting it uploaded and i watched a little bit of our last one and the first thing that popped in my head is i gotta be more conscious of looking at the camera or, or just looking straight ahead basically. Cause I was, I was looking over here, looking over there. I was doing all, all kinds of stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have to, I have to be aware uh, not to look away for long periods of time. So yeah. it's you like know. trying, it's like trying to put a, uh, a, a radio DJ on like on a news interview. He's got, you know, shows up wearing basketball shorts and, a hoodie <laughs> and <laughs> slippers <laughs> Not I mean, a good thing about this is though, that James has to wear pants now, so that's that's a bonus <laughs> yeah, right there. That is a positive. I don't, I don't, I don't have to. <laughs> that's highly appreciated. <laughs> uh, so before or after our last episode, I forgot to tell people that you know, tell them Happy Thanksgiving because it was coming up. So I hope everyone out there had a good Thanksgiving. You guys have a good one. I did. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I did see, I think I saw a TikTok video by you, James, posted about, was it uh, Riley oh, trying to carve Riley the turkey? The turkey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, he was getting good. into it. He was pretty focused. He didn't even realize <laughs> I was recording. I was right there next to him. So. Nice. You and know. then I got a bunch of Facebook um, notifications uh, in my memories because last year, you know, around Tuesday or Wednesday, I was getting notified that, hey, last year you were at Disneyland. Well, um, so... James gets that those was, every day at this point. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were out there. I want to say we went out. We drove out Saturday, I believe. Yeah, and I think so. we went Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then drove back Wednesday. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. Yeah, because and then we had obviously Thanksgiving in Vegas on Thursday. So, uh, but the good thing is, it's not for Cody, not the good thing, but James is going back next week. So, yeah, uh, this week. And then Oh, this week. Well, yeah, yeah. Today is Monday, huh? So yeah, in a yeah. couple of days, and you'll, I'll be there. You'll be there next week. I'll be there next week, flying out Sunday and going Monday, Tuesday for a quick trip, uh, and you then know. flying back. So, uh, and then that'll probably be probably the last time that I use my magic key because I don't think I'm going to be able to go out February. Wait a second. What? Yeah. What? What yeah. is this nonsense you're saying right <laughs> now? You coming on what are you talking about? He's coming on you're the gonna, with me. You're going to have to, uh, you'll have to convince Marsha and 
when we come out for New Year's. So what? We'll New see. Year's is too late. I'll talk to her. Is she, is she worried oh, yeah. about be, it being ninety eight degrees again in February? Oh, no, no, <laughs> it was hot, but no. Uh, What's we're, we're just we're, we're just out of we're 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 out of vac- vacation days. So oh, don't they reset in January? When do they reset? I don't know when hers reset. Mine don't reset till April. Yeah, on my when I on my anniversary of my start date. So, well, you don't uh, you don't have yeah. to go next week, do you? Uh, that solves that problem. Yeah, we we've already canceled that one from April. So, <laughs> but that's only two. We're using well, we're using three days. I guess. Yeah, hey, I don't know. A problem solver. <laughs> but we want to go during Christmas time. So, okay, we'll talk. We'll that's talk the best. later. That's the best gumball time rally is on Saturday, so all you got to do is get down there Friday night. I don't think I could. I I, I couldn't do that in one day. Like oh. I need a couple of days at Disneyland. Oh come on, you could do it. Yeah, I mean I could. Play on Thursday night and go Friday, and then go Friday. do the gumball rally. No, no, then, no. I'm not. I'm not going to Disneyland the day before gumball rally. See, I learned. <laughs> I learned my lesson last year. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm if if my if if I'm down there, I'm sitting by the pool all day long. Resting up the legs. That's fine. You guys are going. Come on. You need to make reservations. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk later. I'm going to need to pause. I need to give Marsha a quick call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're uh, watching TV. Your gumball rallying efforts aren't very rallying this year. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my fault. I've got got Tyler flying down. Tyler's going to come down and go. Oh, nice. I I did hear that. I did hear that. So... I'm rallying just fine. It's just people who are <laughs> pooping out on me. They yeah, don't know what's I mean, going on. <laughs> I don't know. Once you hit eighth place, I mean, how, how much higher can you really go? So yeah, seven more spots. I, I, don't, if, I understand for you, Cody, because all you can do is you can't do any better than you guys have done. So and Cody all you're going to do is, oh, he peaked. They peaked. <laughs> They peaked so hard that I understand if he never – like I understand completely there's just going to be some type of an excuse for the next several years. Oh. But until I get a higher place than him and then he might – then the uh, uh, the competitive juices might start flowing and they might come back. But until then, yeah. It'll, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how you do this year. So yeah, I'm going to win it this year. I yeah, I'm going to win. win. I hope you do. Yeah. I'm going to win it. I'm going to be in the top five. That's my goal. Top five. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably end up 83rd or something <laughs> <laughs> out of 84 teams. <laughs> Have they said anything? Cause I haven't looked at the, at the website or anything about the, how they sprung it on last year about no cell phones and all that. Have they mentioned that at all? No, I haven't uh, heard anything. I, doubt they, I, don't, I don't think anyone I doubt they will yeah, until. Yeah. The, I don't think anyone yeah. realized that until the morning of. This time. Well, yeah, last year. I mean, the consensus afterward was though people liked that, didn't they? I think some people did, but I think those are people that have been doing it for a long time because I think it's been a thing. The 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 time before that Jen and I went and did it, it was kind of a big thing that they were letting us use our phones that time. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a it seemed like that was more abnormal. And I think people have just been used to not using their phones in the past. Okay. So I could see that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on with the show. Um, the big news since we last recorded. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot the exact date, but it was last last weekend, right? The weekend before Thanksgiving. It was. It, it was, was last Sunday. Sunday. 
Sunday, Sunday night. So the Sunday got, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got a text or something from James with a screenshot. Yeah, I couldn't um, believe it. I was looking at it. Yeah. like, what? Is this no. real? Is this fake? So I, I had yeah. to look it up, you know, because uh, we, we get a lot of fake stuff like Frozen 3. Um, <laughs> no, that's real. I don't know what you're talking about. That's yeah. happening. That's been confirmed multiple times. Uh, multiple times. <laughs> but, uh, we got bell. We got the announcement that uh, Bob Chapek was out as CEO of the Walt Disney Company and Bob Iger was returning as CEO of the Walt yeah. Disney Company. So um, with that news, obviously, social media, Facebook, Twitter was uh, every seemed like every other post I saw was about Iger being back and Chapek out and um, that yeah. must mean that, you know, this was Sunday. So that must mean on Monday, everything was going to be okay. Now he was, <laughs> he was going to fix everything in 24 hours. And so, I can't tell you how many people I saw on Facebook posting pictures that they were at the park and they were getting the I'm celebrating buttons and either saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm celebrating Bob Iger or Bob I'm Iger. celebrating the, you know, Bob Chapek's yeah. last day or. <laughs> yeah. So Bob Chapek's term didn't last very long. I mean, he was. Whether you like the guy or not, he was kind of thrust into a horrible situation with the pan pandemic and, you know, all the parks closing down. And um, so, you know, had had Iger been around during that time, would his uh, perceived legacy been as great or not? I don't know. Uh, he was kind of in the background. He was still with the company, but wasn't CEO. Um so we'll see what happens. Uh, one Bob is out and another Bob is in. Um, back in. Back in. Um, so, so somebody had posted something like, so is when, once Iger's done, is is Eisner coming back? Are, are they just going to bring back all the old ones? Uh, so yeah, I, don't, I don't think Eisner's coming back. <laughs> he did, I think, congratulate him on Twitter or something. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of things that could change. I know if you on social media, if you if you followed it, um, some of the top things that people have mentioned, they want to get rid of the reservation system. So they're hoping uh, um, Iger gets rid of that. But was Iger involved in this in the discussions and the implementation of that? I I couldn't find anything because he was around. He was still chairman of the board. He just yeah, wasn't so, CEO. How much input did he have on that? Uh, obviously, they want the return of the old school annual passes um, instead of the magic keys. Um, more things to do with, the, I guess, the the cleanliness of the parks, which I have noticed in the last since the pandemic coming back that it didn't seem as clean. And I think a lot yeah. of that has to do with just they don't have the personnel that they used personnel. to. Right. Yeah. How do you get the personnel? Do you got to pay them more? Um, That's a good start. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what they make now as a cast member. I know when I was retired from the military, I looked into going to work for them. I wanted to be security. That's what I'd done my whole life. So I was like, how cool would it be to work at Disneyland? Um, and I think at the time starting pay for a security guard at Disneyland was $16 an hour. And yeah, in some places I might be able to live on sixteen dollars an hour, but definitely not in California. Not while trying um, to support a family. Yeah. So, oh um, but there's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I, 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 I go back and forth with that. Yeah, you agree to work at a place for a certain amount of money, 
yeah, over time you'll make more. Um, but they could, they could pay him more, I, I suppose. Um, I, I think I it's just being able to, there's a lot, you always hear stories about cast members, especially in California that are struggling to make ends meet. You know, I think if you're working full time, you shouldn't be struggling to make ends meet unless you're just making right. poor financial decisions. But right. But are they, are, yeah, not to, not to generalize or, you know, talk about it, but are they making those, are they complaining that they're not making ends meet and, you know, they're, they're going to Starbucks four times a day and they, every time a new iPhone comes out, they get the brand new iPhone and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So. Right. I think if you live in California, complaining about making ends meet just kind of is natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's very expensive state. It's just, it's just just part of living in California. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I I wouldn't be, yeah, hopefully they can get paid more. Uh, You, if you're struggling to find employees and your pay is at a certain level, you have to raise that pay to get the people to come in. But yeah. Yeah. um, But to go along with that, I'll use, I'll use, uh, well, Disneyland obviously used to have a lot of different standards for their, cast members for their employees, uh, grooming standards and stuff like that. I'll compare that to, um, if you go to a McDonald's and you look at the staff at McDonald's and then you go to an in and out and you look at the staff at an in and out, you can tell the, the difference is mm-hmm. huge because the in and out has standards and they pay in and out pays very well for, for a fast food restaurant, right. a lot more than most, but you also look at the quality of the employee that they're getting. Um, and a lot of people want to work at Disneyland, but don't want those old school 1950s, 60s, 70s standards that they used to have to abide by. I mean, I've, I've come across on the internet, a few of the, like the standards books that they, you know, their hair had to be cut a certain way. And I mean, I went through that for 20 years in the military. So to me, it's no big deal to, you know, have to shave, you know, I couldn't have a goatee at work. Uh, I could have a mustache, but I couldn't have a goatee, you know, I couldn't have long hair. Uh, women had certain standards they had to meet. I couldn't go to work with earrings in my, in my ear, you know, um, at one point there was against uh, regs to have tattoos that were showing. So, um, but I think a lot of those standards have, (laughs) that's why you have to ask Jason where his tattoos are. (laughs) (laughs) You had to keep them hidden. <laughs> hidden. Those will, those will leak out soon. But, you know, hopefully they can hire more employees. Hopefully and, uh, not. <laughs> uh, and they can pay them well. Um, but it doesn't seem – Yeah, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll have to see. I just I, – I guess to bring it back to the whole Iger thing, it seemed like there was a lot of people who think were thinking it was going to change very fast. Obviously, he has to have a lot of meetings with – with the board, with, you know, uh, stakeholders, et cetera, et cetera, uh, yeah. financial people to see, you know, and not to say Bob Chapek was a bad guy. I think Bob Chapek was more of a numbers guy, a money guy. Yeah. And I maybe, think more, maybe that, not CEO, uh, I think quality, that a but, lot of some things, how, how number conscience, conscience, he, he can't, uh, money conscious. He was right. not money conscious. Well, money conscious, but number conscious. He was and and how the books looked and how certain things performed, at least how well they were perceived to be performing. Some of the things right. have come to light since he's 
um, it, no longer with the company. Um, yeah. It sounds like maybe he was. I saw I saw the term cooking the books. Um, yeah, I, I didn't read the article when I saw it. Yeah, he was doing some shady stuff. It looked like. Yeah. So, so we'll see what Iger does. Um, Did you guys hear I just, about Iger's meeting earlier today? The the like town a, hall with cast the town members? hall meeting where he yeah. talked about a couple of different things. Did you guys? Hear I saw a few things. Uh, I saw that he wasn't uh, going to the reservation system was not going away anytime soon. Well, uh, I've also heard that he said he was going to talk to Josh tomorrow about it, and there's right. They're kind right. of talking well, about when I say maybe, soon, I mean in the next couple of weeks. I don't think it's going away. In the oh next yeah, couple yeah, weeks. no, yeah. no, not at yeah. all. But I think they're talking about, or at least rumors from something he said that they might take it away for just like general tickets, but not for the passengers. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know. I mean, just well, then, then, then you're just going to make pass holders mad or key holders mad. I had, uh, I had seen that. I don't know if it was a direct quote or a summary of, of what he said, but he, he, when, when he was asked about it, he said that he hasn't personally used the reservation system, uh, which makes sense because, I don't know, he probably has a <laughs> lifetime pass and can just walk in whenever he wants, right? <laughs> Yes. I, would, I would hope that this CEO isn't sitting there checking reservations to get into the park. Bob, Bob, Bob Iger goes to Facebook to come up, come, complain that he couldn't get a reservation and on the day that he wanted to go because he was full. A, he's got a solid gold um, magic key. Yeah, so we, we will see um, how he does. I just hope, I mean, it's social media, it's, people so they're gonna if he doesn't do stuff fast enough you're gonna start i think seeing some some complaining yeah Uh, and and everything i see obviously because the parks are a big part of the walt disney company but everything i see is park related you know uh bring back the what what was that 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 service in florida that would pick you up at the airport mini express or i I forgot what it was called magical express or something yeah you know bring back the free fast passes bring back free this bring back free that i saw a lot of bring back the free stuff yeah um so not gonna happen no 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 i mean i would love to have because i'm flying out there i'm flying for the first time out to disneyland so we're gonna have to take an uber over to disneyland i'd love it if there was a shuttle from uh, the John, Orange County Airport or John Wayne Airport, but there isn't, and that's fine. So, hey, when you fly there in February, I'll come pick you up. Okay. So hey, why don't you um, why don't you hang around till s- Sunday morning and come pick us up, and then drive back to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> we can we can go to lunch. <laughs> uh, so, what are, what are you guys' thoughts? What are some things if you were some things you want to see Bob Iger change or implement, or if you were, we'll just say you were CEO for the day. What are, what's the thing you would want or you would do? I would clear out that park and run around all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Disneyland is closed today. Uh, I'd I'd get one of those little green pins and it would say celebrating being the CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Today is CEO day. Only CEOs can come in. That's right. That's right. No, I don't know. I think I would. Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, you've mentioned before, yeah, raising prices on the keys and stuff. I know you're. I, I know. I know why you say that. But is that something you would do? You sure piss off a lot of people. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was one Tell thing them. I saw a lot of people saying is they wanted a a Disney Park price reduction, and it's like Disney Park 
entry prices have been going up annually right. for years. And over which Iger was a part of that. He was right. head and, of the company. And I think I, I think I texted you guys about that because every, everyone was talking about how JPEG raised the prices. From 05 to 2020, I can I can remember when we got annual passes years ago, I, I paid like $199. Yeah. And yeah. so it wasn't that wasn't JPEG raising it, but that, the price that the prices were going up during Iger's term a lot. Yeah, you look at that during his first 15 term. year period. Yeah. And from what, what the prices were when they started versus and granted, you can make the argument that there's a lot more at Disneyland Resort in 2020 than there was in 2005. But, you know, you know so. what I, if I were CEO, I would, I would introduce a new tier of pass that's more expensive, that has more perks, maybe, uh, I don't know, more reservations, or you get to make your reservations before the other people with passes or something along those lines. <clears throat> and I think the other thing that I would do is I would totally do away, not do away with, because I like the fast pass. I even like the lightning lane. I just would do away with the blatant disregard for anybody in the regular queue yeah, and giving preference to everyone in the lightning lane. Because as you sit there <laughs> in the regular line Oof. and you see 50, 60, 70 people just go through the lightning lane, and you're just- it's obvious – it's obvious they had a good system with the fast pass, right? I mean, I don't, I don't remember that issue with the fast pass. There wasn't one. No, because that, that, I, that actually didn't exist. Yeah, it it didn't, and because I think they probably. I mean, I don't know for sure. I mean, it, we, none of us know for sure what's going on behind the scenes, right? But it seems to me like they had a system before with the fast passes where they were able to gauge the interest in a particular ride and bring so many people back within a particular time frame between one and two or one fifteen to two fifteen or whatever it may be, and only having enough people come back at that time to where it didn't bog down the standard line also. Mm-hmm. Now it just seems like if you get lightning lane, like it's still gonna fill up, but it seems like if it used to be that they could handle a hundred people in the fast pass lane between one and two, now they're just saying, hey, we'll let a thousand people in between right. one and two, and we're just going to let them all go in front of all the people that are in the standard lines. There's no way you can convince me that the exact same calculations are going on for the right. lightning lane that were going on for the fast pass. It's with just, the old school fast pass, no way. I don't ever remember waiting in a 30 minute line when I had the fast pass, like you do with sometimes with the lightning lane. And I don't remember being in the standby line and seeing 50, 60, 70 people go in front of me before our line got to move. I, I don't ever remember that. And you know what, so. as you say that it brings up something else that I would want to change too. see now, now I'm going a little power hungry. <laughs> I'm getting a little power hungry as CEO. Uh-oh. You know, another thing that's starting to drive me nuts is the mobile ordering and let me tell you why. When mobile ordering came out, it was beautiful. Like I can remember seeing that Dole Whips were on the mobile order. And I remember being in Tomorrowland and us saying, hey, let's go, let's go get a Dole Whip and doing the mobile order. And when I got there, I clicked, I'm here. And literally 15 seconds later, someone's like reading off my name. Here's your Dole Whips. I mean, it was like that. Now it seems like it's getting to the point where like – and this happened to Teresa and I, where we ordered some uh, some type of drink or something. I think we were there for 
the Oogie Boogie Bash or something. We were waiting for the California Adventure to close. So anyways, we were right there in that area and ordered some drinks and maybe, you know, a pretzel or something. And the mobile order comes up. First off, it takes me 20 minutes. I'm sitting there watching. There's nothing big going on. There's not a huge crowd. It takes 20 minutes before it finally tells me that my order's ready. And then I go up there and I say, you know, I'm here for order number, you know, whatever it is. And they're like, okay, one second. And then he turns around and he starts getting it ready for you. He starts pulling out the pretzel. He goes over to the drink and starts. And I'm like, how is my order ready if I've been sitting back there for 20 minutes? And when I come up, now you start preparing it. Now I'm waiting on top of the time that I waited for you to tell me that it's ready, which is obviously a lie. <laughs> you lied to me, Disney. <laughs> if I'm CEO, that guy at that restaurant better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was interesting with the mobile order during when we were there in September while D23 was going on. There were a couple of times where Tyler and I used mobile order and it seemed like oh, we, we'd pull it up and we're like, oh, that's kind of the, the time frame, the, the soonest time frame that it was giving us was like, further out than I think we initially anticipated going into the mobile order process for whatever restaurant or whatever we were wanting. Right. And it's like, Oh, well, we could probably do standby quicker than what this time frame is giving us. So we, we are like, Oh, well let's just monitor the times and we'll, let's walk over there and kind of see what the situation is. And then there's this big old line or whatever. And you, you kind of start to gauge and it's like, this and I guess it's allows you to do your waiting while you're doing other things rather than waiting in the actual line. Cause what it seemed like every time we had was whether I do the mobile order or whether I do the standby line, I'm going to get my food at the exact same time because that's just how things yeah. are happening right now. Cause we're trying to get food out of right. time or it's just busy or whatever. But sometimes it just seemed really, not, I don't know, worth it. The not system convenient. Is, the system is not convenient. Broken. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Iger. Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing if I were CEO. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing I did want to mention before I get to what Cody would change. Uh, everybody mentioned that. Oh, I'm so happy now. Disney's stock is going to go back up. Uh, it was right. down today. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, but everybody's stock is down. So, <laughs> well, to be fair, it, just a it, little. It, it did initially go up, I think, just it with did. the news of him coming back. With so, the news, there's going to be a spike. But Yeah, it's going to take some time for him to which is, get in there and do some stuff. I mean, I don't do a lot of following of stocks and especially the exact statistic of what stocks do when there's a major change in leadership in a particular company. But isn't it pretty typical that you actually see a drop in your stock when you have a, a change in leadership? And Disney's went up with the announcement of Iger coming back. I in. think. I think historically, I can't. I can't talk to Disney sure. in particular, but I want to say historically, like when we've got a new president in, I want to say that it it, you, it sometimes takes a dip, uh, not not a crazy dip, but you know, because there it's an it's it's somebody new coming in, so there's kind of un uncertainty. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe it it went up a little bit with Iger because. People know what they're going to get. Iger's been the CEO before. I don't know. I, what, so. what we're getting with Iger is I feel like is someone that has a better 
understanding is what the Disney company is as a right. whole, rather than just looking at it from a fiscal point of view, you know, a financial point of view numbers. Right. Um, you know, one of the things Iger said when he kind of first addressed his coming back was that he wants to put decisions back in the hands of the creative people within the company. Um, where I think one of the things Chapek is, um, nitpicked for is not letting creatives make decisions that decisions right. were ma made based off revenue rather than this is a good story. I could see that. Yeah. Another thing I, I, I think I started to get into and then I think I changed the topic, but, uh, Chapex going to be there. What for, or not Chapex, Iger for, there's too many Bobs, uh, for two years. Correct. I believe correct. that's what I it said. That's, okay. So in that two-year period, one of his jobs that he's been tasked with also is to find his successor. Uh, a, a more worthy uh, successor. Yeah, which he which <laughs> he did find one with Chapek, but later on said that he regretted it, et cetera. But um, so he's, got, he's in that two-year time, he's got to, whether that's groom somebody from inside the company or uh, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is a lot of people online, they're complaining about the parks, parks, parks. He needs to do this for the parks. Walt Disney Company is more than just the parks. I mean. It is. And, and uh, the parks is not what's struggling. Parks no, is actually not at all. a strong part of the company right now. Right. I, I feel so, like I, I, people are wanting him to change a lot with the parks. And these are all your your social media people, your YouTube, TikTok influencers. Um, because it's easy to make your you know, your content creator career out of the theme parks. Um, when it comes to Disney specific content, um, I don't think he's going to actually change a lot when it comes to the park. They may tweak the reservation system or they may tweak something with the annual pass last magic keep program. But truthfully, truthfully, I feel the parks is, not at the top of his priority list because the top, the yeah. parks are performing and they're performing well. Um, so it's, and I'd be, is that need I'd be interested if, to see if I could find how much of a role Iger had in the reservation system in the new annual key mm -hmm. or magic key program. Uh, cause I know Chapek got blamed a lot for stuff that maybe wasn't all him. Sure. So, well, um, and, and how much is Josh DeMauro right. to blame? Because he's head of parks. Yep. So uh, he's right. obviously having some input there. Again, it's it's easy to blame the 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 top of the pole, right? The the parks is the most visible, and obviously, as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, you're you're the top guy. You know, you're right. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say it with presidents. I'll say it with head coaches of sports teams. Uh, Oftentimes they get too much of the praise when it's successful and too much of the, uh, blame when it's not successful. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I believe that. So, so what would you change Cody? Um, okay. This is, this is easy. Um, we're changing the name of Disney California adventure cause it's not a <laughs> California adventure and we're putting lot bars Splash Mountain. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't tell me that if you were to make 
a ride like Splash Mountain now, a brand new log flume. See, you, you people aren't making log flumes, new log flumes. The log flume rides across the country or the world that have are that are out there right now, they've been around for 20 plus years, okay? You can't tell me that you could make a five-story <laughs> water slide with they're 12 not, people in it at one time and not have any kind of safety restraint. I'm sorry. That is not, not OSHA approved. They're not making them anymore because they're tired of everyone whining about the lap bars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the play devil's advocate on myself. You don't see the Disneyland logs sinking. So maybe there's something to say that 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 lap bar that maybe adds too much weight. weight. It adds too much yeah. weight. You know. Yeah. Maybe so. so. Maybe so we got lap bars invest in carbon fiber. And okay. and, <laughs> and and we've gotten those logs at Disneyland pretty pretty waterlogged before. But, yeah, last yeah. when we went <laughs> when we went, in, uh, yeah, when we went when last we went, time. When I went with uh, uh Cody and Tyler one time and Jen, I oh. think they- was it different than when we went? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, once the once the water got pushed back when we started going up the hill, I mean, I, your feet were I think pretty much covered. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it was My crazy. Favorite, no, when we went that one time, it was it was so bad that when we got out, the cast member looked in there and stopped the people from getting in and said, "No, we're gonna we're let this one go through again." <laughs> It's like it was, didn't matter whether you're going up the hill or not. Your feet were just in a pool uh, of okay. <laughs> throughout the entire log. That, that's that's and awesome. Tyler, and Tyler was at the very front, and he was actually doing okay until the end when we went down, and then all that water rushed to the front of the log, and then he's just sitting in a pool of water. Oh. So to, to piggyback uh, off yours, Cody, uh, changing the name, what what would your suggestion be? I I don't know. I think it's it's becoming Disney California Studios. Sure, even Hollywood Studios, and maybe Disney's, they don't want yeah. to have the exact same name because you have Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida at at right. at Disney World. So sure, I'll, I'll make the compromise if they're wanting to keep the the branding separate, right? Disney California Hollywood Disney, Studios. Disney California Studios. Even Disney California Studios. Get rid of adventure yeah. put in studio. It, it, especially where it's becoming more of an IP-based park. You got Marvel, you got Pixar, you know. Right. It's it's not cuz before you had you had Hollywood area, you had the the Paradise Pier area. It was more of yeah. a California uh, theme to it. You had the Redwood area. Condor so. Flats. I mean, they were just specifically designed areas to replicate areas throughout California. And you still have Hollywood land, but that's kind of a dying land as it is. And they're already looking at revamping or replacing that, possibly making it an extension of Avengers Campus. And, you know, yeah, so it's, yeah. And, and, and those are minor things. And again, is that a day one concern? If I were to ever be uh CEO? No, it's not a day one concern. Uh, I, it, that the name change certainly would be something I would want to address. Um, I personally 
don't think there's an issue with the reservation system. Now, granted, I'm not a local, so I don't have those maybe stressors of, uh, because I'm not in a situation where I can be like, it's a Friday night. I've got nothing going on. Hey, let me pop into Disneyland or, Hey, maybe we'll go tomorrow. We don't have anything going on this weekend. Right. I, I'm, I live too far away. That's not a reality for me. So, you know, I don't have the option to be like, Oh, I want to go, but I can't. If I'm going to Disneyland, I am planning it out far enough in advance, typically prior before the even reservation window pops up anyway. So it's not an issue for me. And truthfully, I think people just like to complain. So I don't think it's, it's as big of an issue as people make it out to be about being hindered so much by the reservation system. I think Disney gets a lot of good data out of the reservation system. They have a lot of control with uh, capacity and park flow, and they can use that for uh, supply and demand for, you know, food um, costs and things like that. So I think there's a lot of good that comes out of the reservation system. I just think people like to complain about it. I personally, without seeing what I see online and my own personal experiences, I don't think the reservation system needs to go. I would like to maybe revamp the genie plus lightning lane situation. Like James was talking about earlier because man, there were times during the gumball rally and that was kind of an, a exaggerated situation last year with the gumball rally because we couldn't be on our phones at all. So it made it even worse that not only can I not be on my phone to look at the wait time, I have no option of buying the lightning lane. And so when you're in there and it says, Oh, this is a 40 minute ordeal. And you're trying to structure your whole day, especially with something like the gumball rally. Cause you're trying to hit everything in the park throughout that day and not even the entire operating day, right? You had to be turned in and done by seven and the park closes yeah. at midnight. So you don't even have the entirety of the day to get everything done. You have less than that. And when it says this was 40 minutes and you're trying to budget in, okay, can I, can I afford the 40 minutes right now? Or do I need to maybe take the risk and come back later? Maybe when it's 30 and you say, Oh no, I can, I can afford the 40 minutes. That's fine. I'll go in and do that. And then it ends up being an hour because you're standing there watching 200 people in the lightning lane go through while you're just, and you're so close to the merge point and you just kept getting stopped and stopped and stopped. And they'll let like five people from the standby line through and then another hundred through the, yeah. the lightning lane that never used to happen with fast pass. And I think what it is more so than just different calculations and metrics and statistics being in, going into how many people are able to acquire the lightning lane for a specific time slot. I think what it is, I think cast members are told now that now that these people are paying a premium for genie plus and lightning lane, they get the, the upper hand when it comes to being in the queue, they don't want you to have to wait prior to the merge point. If you're paying for that lightning lane, so if, if they have a solid stream of people coming down that lightning lane, they're going to let them through because they've paid for that right. experience. Um, and so I think that's a big part of it. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, what I, I would change now, I don't, I don't know how the, how it, 
obviously the metrics and stuff. Back with the old FastPass system, you used to have to, if I wanted to get a FastPass for Space Mountain, I had to go over to Space Mountain, scan my tickets or whatever I had, get the, get the paper copies out, and then come back at the certain time. Yep. I don't know if doing it online creates the backup because I could do it anywhere in the park. You know, I, I, I used to be the one, I mean, James has probably done it too, but I would grab everyone's ticket and I would head over space mountain while they did something else and get everybody's ticket, you know, and then yeah, yeah I do it at splash mountain, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know if I would, I would bring back the old fast pass system. Uh, well, and truthfully yeah. max pass, which was also granted when you had max pass, they still had the physical, fast pass return distribution centers. So you had both options with max pass. So I don't know how much that affected genie right. plus being completely digital, but max plus max pass had a digital option element, element to yeah. it. And I think it worked fine. Even, even though you had a partial digital element to it, you weren't seeing the same kind of issues that you see with genie plus and lightning lane. So I, I think it has something to do that they, they there's probably a tweak in the metrics with how many people get in to a particular time slot. And then the way they manage the line at the merge point where that cast member decides how many from lightning lane can come through and how many from standby that's treated very differently now than it used no. to pre COVID. Right. So I, so I, like I, I like pass. the, I think max pass the, the, cause you didn't have to pay for max pass and you don't have to pay for genie plus either, but there was a way to still get a fast pass without paying for max pass. Now, if you want the right. expedited line experience, you got to pay the 25 bucks for genie plus. Yep. And I loved max pass. I think everything about it was great. Now I don't see them going back and reinstalling paper yeah. distribution centers for fast pass. Um, or if they want to keep the lightning lane branding, that's fine. I don't really care what you call it, but I think they need to change the way they handle the merge point and go back to whatever metrics they were using for distribution within the app. Yeah, I agree. So, and then I would I would bring back the and granted it's kind of just a name change but uh, magic key sounds so stupid to me bring back annual passes <laughs> you can you can call them yeah. the same you know you can charge the same it just it sounds I'm I'm a key holder I'm a pass holder pass holder just and that's just I guess I'd, semantics because like know who was whose idea was that right. it's almost like let's change this just for the sake of change because we're coming back from COVID let's just a new slate, you know. I think, yeah, I think it was supposed yeah. to be like this morale booster, and maybe, but but you get you get less with your magic key now than you did pre COVID with your right. annual pass. Um, it got a little bit better with the latest um improvements they did with this last um re like renewal period for annual passes, um, in the introduction right. of the new high tier key, whatever it's called. Um, but like pre COVID the what is now genie plus before max pass that was included with your magic key. I, I do think that that should be a perk that is given back to magic key holders is the genie plus service 
rather than just a discount rather than just a discount. And I think it was, I don't even think the discount was for all magic keys. I think it might've only been for the top two tiers. Uh, we had it with our enchant key. Oh, okay. Like when, when, uh, cause I was on a normal ticket for our last trip just cause of the way it worked out with the military ticket, but we would get our, our, uh, genie plus for 20 bucks and Marsha got hers for 16 cause she, it was the whatever 20% discount. Okay. So, so I mean, granted, it, it, maybe that's one of the reasons why the parks are performing so well is because now you've got to, you're, you're being nickel and dimed a little bit more, but I don't know. I think you can give that back to the annual pass holders, the, the, the magic key holders and your right. single and multi-day ticket people can pay for Genie Plus if they want to use that service. Because truthfully, yeah. I think there's a small enough percentage of magic key holders that are actually going to utilize that service that you're not really losing a ton of money there because the majority of your annual pass holders in Disneyland are locals. And most of the locals, they come in, they come out, they're not riding a lot of rides. And some of them do. There's obviously a portion that do. Um, but some of them aren't willing to pay the extra money as it is. So I don't think you're losing a ton of revenue there. If you decide to give it back, make that an included perk in the magic key program. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. And I don't mind the reservation system. I think I'm in the same boat as Cody though. Uh, I I'm not local. So every time I'm going to Disneyland, I'm planning the trip. So, uh, but, um, I think this year counting the, in like one calendar year, I was able to go four times. So, and I never had a problem getting the reservation. I even, uh, we were at dinner the other night and I was thinking, man, two days at Disneyland, maybe we can go three. So I, so I looked up if reservations were still available for my key and for next week, they're still available for my key. So I would have no problem if I wanted to extend it to Wednesday, uh, of getting a reservation. So, um, now again, I don't live in California down the street. Would I be mad if I couldn't just pop into Disneyland on a Friday night to go have dinner and, you know, watch a parade or something? Cause that's what I used to do in, you know, the early two thousands or whatever. So, um, cause I've, I've, I've taken a trip out there where I happened to be in the area and I just popped into Disneyland. I had lunch. I went on sailing ship Columbia and I left. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you can't, you can't do that now. Uh, so would my opinion change if I actually lived there possibly, but you just have to, and I say, you just have to plan it. And I hate, I hate the idea that sometimes you have to plan things like, you know, uh, when you went to Disney world, James, didn't, didn't you have to like plan your fast passes a certain per day? And, you know, you had a dining plan and I always thought Disney world was too much planning. Uh, but I, I guess with the size of it and everything, it's a lot bigger than Disneyland. Uh, I was like, can't you just go and be spontaneous and, you know, I, I always thought get rid of the get rid of the fast passes, stand and wait, stand in the line like I did when I was a kid. Get rid of the reservations and uh, you know show up when you show up. Get rid of the annual passes and just. I'm mean, granted they they've had them around forever, but they don't. Back in the 80s and 90s, it didn't seem like they were as popular as they are today. I mean, I had a friend back in high school who had an annual pass, and I was like, "What do you have an annual pass to Disneyland for?" You know, yeah. uh, I thought that was weird. Um, but yeah, had I known then what I know, I'd, I'd have had an annual pass and been there all the time. But, um, so I, I hated the idea of the planning, the planning, but it, it is what it is. If you, if you plan, 
I've never heard, I've never experienced not being able to get a reservation for the days that I want to go. So, um, from what I can tell the, the people that are complaining the most are the people that spend very little money when they go, they want to go in, watch a show, see the parade, watch the fireworks. Maybe they'll buy a Coke. And didn't, didn't JPEG have a name for those people? <laughs> the, yeah. the undesirables. Undesirables. <laughs> and I think, I think people, I, I think that kind of became like a blanket term yeah. for like all annual key people. But I think more specifically, right. it was the percentage of right. annual keys, uh, magic key holders that want to just come in for a couple of hours in the evening, tootle around, take right. some pictures you know, do a YouTube live, watch a show, maybe go on a ride and leave that person. And granted they paid for the pass, but that person came and left without spending a dollar, maybe parking because that's not included anymore either. But, and had, you know, had I lived in the area and that was still going on and I, you know, I'm in my sixties or seventies. Yeah. That would be me. I, you know, on a Saturday morning, Hey, let's, Let's go down to Disneyland, sit in a bench for a few hours and just watch people walk around and then leave and maybe buy a water, you know? So, yeah, uh, but you can't, you can't, you can't do that now. Nope. So, so there it is. Bob Iger is back. Speaking of uh, pricing, the one, and, and we can move on after this cause we've spent a while okay. on this, but I think one of the things that Iger might change about parks and it has to do with pricing is something that just got implemented like maybe a week before Iger or Chapek was ousted and it happened over in Disney World for single day ticket holders so this doesn't affect annual pass holders over in Disney World but single day ticket holders they now have variable pricing depending on what park you want to go to for the day so if you're buying like a single day ticket and obviously it's a single day ticket Unless you get a park hopper, um, you're only going to one park. It doesn't, and unless you're a, like a real local, it doesn't make sense to buy a park hopper anyways when you go to Disney World. Now, if they're expecting because of the whole reservation system, they know how many people plan on going where in the morning and all that. If Magic Kingdom is anticipated to be busy, that single day ticket for magic kingdom is going to be more expensive than that single day ticket to animal kingdom because animal kingdom is projected to be less busy that day. So they're using this, not only a variable pricing for uh, just across the board, busy season, slower season um, for what it is nowadays, but now it's by park over in Disney world. So I could see maybe that being changed, but and going back to just whatever it was structured before that got implemented. But right. Iger is not going to come in and be like, okay, tickets are now $30 cheaper. It's it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So nope. so hopefully hopefully he does well. I mean, obviously he's got experience. So, um, But it's not going to be overnight, I don't think. So. Yeah. so welcome back to Bob Iger. Which, did you ever finish his book, Cody? I know you bought it. <laughs> Well, now, now I'm going to have to, uh, he's going to have to write another book. Now this is going to have to write a sequel. <laughs> and then Tyler is going to be guess who's back. Guess who's back <laughs> with him, like standing next to Eminem. Yeah. He'll have a beanie uh, on. <laughs> All right. So 
a few um before we move on to our main topic our our movie that we watched uh do you have any other news james before I, there's a there's two things i want to talk about with two new releases that came out really quick before we move on to our our i've our got a couple things i don't know if you guys heard the rumor or not but there's rumors starting that I know on our last episode, Cody was talking about the Margot Robbie uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, project being scrapped. Yep, and Dead in the Water. Yes, Dead in the Water. And now there are rumors that Johnny Depp is actually doing some test screening or something for the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So nothing yeah, was, that, was, that started, was that started because Bob Iger's back? I have no idea. I don't think yeah. so because okay. none of the none of the none of the stories or things that I read about it uh, talked about Bob Iger at all. I've just okay. seen a couple different people talking about it, uh, you know, and offering different details, which they don't know for sure or whatever. But they're saying that 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 they're thinking pretty strongly that he's coming back for another movie. So so they must have offered him. Three hundred and one million, million, right? Because didn't he say he wouldn't do it for three hundred million? Yeah, yeah. And then so and a hundred alpacas two, or something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> two other things: Disneyland. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever get the turkey legs that are there. I never got them. I never think that they're that interesting. But I know they have some new flavors uh, for this. For I don't know if it's for the season or just in general. Flavors uh, so of turkey legs. Yes, yes. Okay. They have a barbecue one that's basically got barbecue sauce over it and cooked into it. Okay. They've got a smoked one, which they say is the closest to the traditional turkey leg. And then they've got a buffalo one, which has got like buffalo hot sauce uh, kind of put onto it and baked into it also, which the report that I read where they took the pictures of it and were talking about them, they're saying that that's the best one, the, the buffalo one. So, and honestly, as I'm reading it and looking at that, I'm thinking – I might actually try one when I'm there this week <laughs> with the new if it's the Buffalo one. Cause that actually sounds kind of good. And then so, uh, so the smoked one, it sounds like just doesn't, doesn't have a sauce like the barbecue right. and the Buffalo, but it's been smoked right. rather than however the normal ones are prepared. Exactly. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So now they're so. even more of a mess to eat. <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing that they said is that they get real messy, especially the barbecue one. Apparently, especially the barbecue one, they say gets really, really messy. Interesting. So, and then I think I'll just throw a quick note out there: Strange World. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it. I think it just started. Did it just start this last weekend? I think it I, came yeah. out maybe November twenty third, which would yeah. have been Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Right. So, which is I was going to mention it next. So go oh, ahead. Move one into one it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. One of the things that I read about it is that it was on track to lose a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like it's it's the, the it's biggest not doing, flop they've had in a while. Well. Yeah, 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 not good. Yeah, news. so so it's since different. since James brought it up, yeah, it's um, as of the writing of this article from Deadline, uh, November twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two, it was estimated that it was going to be a hundred and forty seven million dollar loss. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, That's crazy. and. Uh, they're relying a lot on the domestic box office because of, um, I guess, I guess one of in cartoons Disney, one of Disney's first gay characters. So they eliminated some of the markets they could go to, like China and the Middle East, uh, where yeah. they could have recouped some of the money that they didn't make here. And now Russia, 
Um, so they're losing a lot of international revenue market. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I've read mixed reviews. I've read more bad than good. You know, I, on a rating of uh, zero to hundred, I think the highest I've seen is like an 80, but I saw a lot of people down in the tens and twenties and Ooh, just oh, wow. wow, not even talking about the, the, the character, but just talk about how the story was clunky and it didn't seem to flow. I, I, I haven't seen it personally, so I don't know. Huh. I will watch it when it comes out on Disney plus. Uh, but a lot of people are saying this probably should have been a straight to Disney plus rather than take it to the theater type thing. So interesting. Um, so I, yeah. I have some insight on that because I did see this movie. Um, I saw it okay. yesterday actually. Um, went to the theater and saw it and I will say going into it, I told Lucy cause she's like, are we excited for this movie? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I said, I said, if, if, if I don't, if I don't push myself or us to go and see it in the theater, by the time it rolls out onto Disney plus, I'm going to have lost interest and who knows when I'll get around to seeing it. Now it's what? 62, 63. Right. I'll get around to seeing it for this eventually. In, but in 20 in fall of 2023. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I said, so I just, I don't know. It's a new Disney movie. We went and saw uh, Encanto last Thanksgiving. We'll go see this one. Um, it's very much a family focused oriented story movie, much like Encanto was. And in general, Disney movies, Pixar movies are very much about the family unit in a lot of ways. Um, I will say, this movie, in my opinion, and, and maybe I was just more out of the loop with this movie, I haven't seen this movie promoted like I have other movies um, for Disney or Pixar, um, even since COVID. Um, I felt like this movie did not get a ton of marketing. And Lucy said she had seen a TikTok because that's where all of us now get our source of source of news from. Um <laughs> She had seen a TikTok that was saying that it was it wasn't just me feeling that way that this movie has intentionally received less promotional material. It's not been marketed the same way as others, almost to try to hide or not bring to light the fact that there is an openly gay character in this movie. And until she told me that, and, and this was before we went and saw the movie until she had told me she had seen that video. I had no idea that there was an openly gay character in this movie. Now, granted that personally with me, it doesn't change my opinion of wanting to go see the movie. Um, but I can see how that might affect someone's desire to go see the movie because people are of varying opinions of the world. For me personally, it didn't matter. Um, and if I had known that prior to the day of going to see it, I really could have cared less. And having seen the movie, yes, it's in there. They don't dwell on it. Just very much like Lightyear, how they closed themselves off from international markets with Lightyear as well because there was a um, a, a lesbian Wasn't kiss. Wasn't it a kiss or it something? Was a kiss, yeah. yes. That kiss was a but two or three seconds of the entire movie, right? Not the focal point of, of even the scene that it was in. Um, this, you know, it gets brought up multiple times that this guy is into, into that guy and it gets, 
you know, there's a certain point later in the movie where this grandfather is talking to the kid and, you know, I kept expecting the grandfather to say, Oh, you must have the girls all over you or tell me, you know, something like that, you know, that you see in countless other movies, but the grandfather kept things very gender, gender neutral, or at least didn't specify, never said he or she never gave out any pronouns. Right. And then when the, the grandson said, well, I really like this, this guy. And I, I, I get so like, like this, you know, every time I'm around him and I don't know how to talk to him. And I kept, I was like, Oh, now, now this is where we're going to get grandpa being a little bit awkward. Cause you know, when grandpa was a kid, you know, being gay wasn't as normalized or whatever. And I was expecting there to kind of be like an awkward moment between grandpa and grandson, but grandpa just like, didn't even phase him. He's like, well, let me give you some advice, what you got to do. And he was just giving him advice. Like if, he would if it was like a heterosexual heterosexual attraction that this that his grandson was having so i appreciate how they kind of maneuvered that um i think by adding it in uh granted i i'm not a part of that community so i don't know how maybe it was perceived by people within that community being an outsider from it i think it was handled well but I moving on from from that aspect of the movie. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a decent story. And me personally, I was engaged and entertained from start to finish. Um I I struggled more watching Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um I had some issues with that movie, especially when it came to pacing and story elements. I didn't have the same issues with this movie. So, you know, everyone has their own opinion. I liked it. Was it the best Disney movie that's come out recently? No, but in my opinion, it was certainly better than Home on the Range. So (laughs) I think looking at looking at IMDb right now ratings, I've got an IMDb rating uh, so far. Five thousand people rated and it's got a five out of ten. So you're looking at. 50%, 50 50 right down the middle. Yeah, so, meta score. I've got a meta score of 65 out of 100. So, I mean, tr- uh, if this was on in the background, like I don't have kids or anything, and you know, if it was the 10th time this movie had been on during the week, maybe I wouldn't be so gung ho about rewatching it. But if I had come across this movie just being on, I, I, I would sit there and watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'll probably be the, I'll probably time. wait till it comes out on disney plus and check it out and then obviously ch- watch it again when uh when we talk about it but uh yeah so everything i'm hearing is you know other people talking about it so i mm-hmm. i really can't give my opinion on it uh until i see it so yeah so i mean i don't know if, if, if they're going to go to a point where they're going to purposefully be inclusive of these communities the lgbt community then they're they're gonna have to do something to potentially offset whatever potential lost revenue they may see you know from overseas markets because if they know as soon as they decide to make that a part of this movie that they know instantly okay well we're not going to be able to show this in china we're not going to be able to show this in the middle east until the whole thing with russia and ukraine gets resolved 
none of our movies are going in Russia. So right. No matter what they are. Right. No matter <laughs> so, what it is. So yeah. Again, not saying don't be inclusive because it pays better, but they're going to have to eventually figure out something that or every movie is going to be a flop, especially with how much money it costs to make movies. Now, if you're, if you're going to solely depend or at least largely depend on domestic box office numbers. Now, domestic box office numbers can do really well, but it takes the right kind of movie. And this movie didn't have the the marketing going into it that it needed to drive those domestic sales. So, and you said from what what Lucy saw or heard that it was that might have been on purpose. Potentially, that that was the video right. that she had watched. That was their theory, because right. why else would have not received the same marketing treatment? I don't know. Maybe there's a completely unrelated reason, and we just don't know what that is. But right. all right, so that came out. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, check it out. It is. Uh, it will be added to our list of uh, ones that we review coming up. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. And if you don't go into it looking for things that you may not like, then I think, I think you'll enjoy it. So it's, it's a movie. Right. It's, it's an animated kids movie for, you know, for better lack of a better word, but it, it's for families. Um, it's, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. And then uh, before we get into our, our movie that we watched this week, I did want to mention, uh, checked out uh, the Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I think James said he watched it. Have you seen it, Cody? I've not seen it yet. Got to check it out. 45 minutes. It's not that long. Whole it's premise great. is uh, Drax and whatever her name is. I forgot what the girl's name with the Mantis. little antenna things. Mantis. Mantis. They're, they're, they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to... What, kidnap Kevin Bacon? Yeah, so, yeah, they're trying to, to help out Peter... You know, cause he, there, there's part of the story that I won't ruin, but you know, he, they don't think he enjoys Christmas anymore. So they want to lift his spirits by going and kidnap Kevin Bacon from earth. So, <laughs> uh, is, it's just hilarious. The yeah. movie is just great. Just, yeah. <laughs> so check it out in 45 minutes. We watched it. Uh, funny. So, it it and, reminds me of, uh, Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it. I haven't seen this, but it, it just the whole Kevin Bacon and Guardians of the Galaxy. It's either in Infinity War or Endgame, but um, Peter Quill is talking to Spider Man, Peter Parker, um, and it's when they're on like the alien spaceship, and Peter Quill, Star Lord, is like, "Is Footloose still the greatest movie ever made?" And Spider Man's like, it, "It never was." <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's got some hilarious. Obviously, I mean Drax is funny in it. I mean they're all they're all hilarious. Uh, uh, and and from what I gathered, it, there could possibly be another one next year. Uh, another holiday so, special. Special, yeah. Hmm. So, well, gotta watch the end credits. We, we will see. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. Marvel specials, I mean this one came out in October. October, but did either of you watch uh, Werewolf by Night? No, hadn't even heard about it. Okay, no. uh, we saw like a they they talked about it in in D twenty three the the Marvel panel that we went that Tyler and I went to, um, and I think we might have saw a little bit of it. I don't remember now, but it came out in October. It's black and white. It's filmed like and a very old school 
like ho- old Hollywood horror movie, you know, like an old Frankenstein type black and white horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of fun though. Um, and it's actually enjoyable. It has nothing to do with the MCU at large. This is kind of just like a special featurette that Marvel made, but hmm, yeah. I've heard of it. Is it on Disney plus? It's on Disney plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's worth the watch. Have All you guys, right. sorry, not to go off on another tangent, but just a quick That's question. Have you guys watched Disney? Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched any of the Santa Clauses yet? Yes. I watched the first two. First two? Yeah. Cody? Movies or you? episodes of the TV show? The TV show. Um, I have not watched the TV show yet. I watched the first movie <laughs> last week, but um, Lucy wants to watch it with me, and we just haven't gotten around to it yet. So, Gotcha. Jason, what would you think? I like it so far. Really? Yeah? It, yeah. Uh, I love Tim Allen, though, so I mean. Yeah, I love Tim uh, Allen, too. So. I didn't care for the first episode too much. I, I thought it was just okay and i won't talk too much about right. it it's just yeah, we'll like I, mean, I, I, I love I mean, it's Tim not, also, but it's I no blockbuster it, or anything like, eh. it was enjoyable <laughs> yeah. well, i mean it's not nothing spectacular but right uh right we I will mean, see what happens you can make an argument that the santa claus movies were kind of comedic dramas right that they had their comedic side to it with tim allen being in there is the tv show sitcom-esque or does it feel I wouldn't like say sitcom esque? Like, no, I think he's it feels more of an extension of the movie to me. Okay, yeah, me too. I think it's more like yeah. a movie, it doesn't seem very sitcom esque at all. Okay, yeah. I think it's more like I mean, a they probably movie. could have taken if they if they wanted, I don't know how many episodes there are. I think it's only uh, going to be six. Six, okay. They if they could have took probably once I finished watching the six, they might have been able to take that and made a Santa Claus four. That's the kind of feel, okay. I think if they would have combined them all, uh, but they wanted to do it this way, obviously. So and, and see, and that uh, was one of the critiques of Obi Wan Kenobi. It was originally supposed to be a movie, and then they decided to make it into a TV show. And a lot of people felt like eh, you probably should have just kept it an hour and a half long movie, movie called it, yeah, you know. But yeah, yeah, they're 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 enjoyable. So I don't know if the third one's out or not yet. I know I just they they released the first two right away, so I watched those. Which was just last week, right? The Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I believe. Uh, no, I, I want to say I watched them on like Monday or Tuesday, I thought. Maybe uh, not. So Yeah, no, I think they did. I think they came out on the seventeenth or eighteenth or something like that. Oh, okay. I was bummed because I thought the Guardians of the Galaxy came out the week before too. So we all got oh, together okay. after eating Thursday and we put away, cleaned up everything from Turkey and all this stuff. And we sit down and it was like, okay, let's watch it. And we go to turn it on. And it's like, Oh, it doesn't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. Like, tomorrow. Really? Thanksgiving weekend. Probably, you don't release until Friday. You, you don't think that families skip. are gathered together all <laughs> over the United States today, Thursday. You might've nope. been able to stay up until midnight. Watch it. That's, that's released. Yeah, we actually talked about that, but it was like, well, yeah. Tyler's getting up and going home early in the morning. and James was already know. falling asleep on the couch. Yeah, exactly. That was at 1 o'clock. So. <laughs> All, All right. I know is, is I was ready for Bob Chapik to be gone because of that. <laughs> that mobile ordering. Chapik, you're he, out. He was already gone by that time, by, by yeah, Thanksgiving. No. Well, it was justification. Oh, okay. Like, no wonder they got rid of this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's get on to our uh, our main topic. Uh, I don't want to run too long tonight, but 
if you've been following us since uh, episode, what, what did we decide to say? It was episode 51, right? That's when we did our, I think our so, Snow yeah. White. Yeah. Uh, James, that was his first official show. So that's how I kind of re- remember it now. We have been taking the Disney animated feature catalog, starting with Snow White and the Seven Drawers, Dwarves, and working our way all the way through it, watching each movie and then talking about it a little and then giving it a rating. Uh, and then eventually we'll catch up with, with Strange World. Um, and we are currently on the 46th animated feature film, which is Chicken Little. Uh, a little bit about it. It premiered on October 5th, 2005 at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. And it was generally released on November 4th, 2005. Uh, like I said, it's the 46th Disney animated feature film, loosely based on the European fairy tale Henny Penny which is oftentimes referred to as Chicken Little. Uh, some other things about it. It's got a, a, a voice cast that is pretty well known. I mean, especially around the mid-2000s. You got Zach Braff. You got Joanne uh, Cusack. You got uh, Gary Marshall's in there. You got Don Knotts. Uh, you got Fred Willard, Catherine O'Hara, Patrick Stewart, uh, Wallace Shawn, Patrick Warburton. Uh, Adam West is is one of the voices, so... It's got some star power as far as the voices go. And it's it's basically the story of Chicken Little where the, the title character is ridiculed by his town for causing panic, thinking that the sky is always falling. And then it says a year later, he attempts to fix his reputation, followed by an unexpected truth regarding the past being revealed. Um, so it's the basic Chicken Little story. Uh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And eventually nobody's going to believe them when the sky is actually falling. So um, I'll give, I'll, I'll give my, my thoughts real thing. I thought, and the only other word I could come up with, I thought it was a cute movie uh, when I, when I watched it back in the day, uh, watched it with my kids. It was around the time where Jordan was what seven or eight years old. So obviously we had it in the house. Um, and it did fairly well in the box office. Uh, it had a budget of 150 million, and it made 314 million, so doubled its uh, money. Um, some of the some of the songs are cool. Um, if you, uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys got a favorite song you want to talk about later, or whatever. But it's got some during the time some well known you know, Bear, Bear uh, Naked Ladies, the Cheetah Girls. Uh, there's a song by Diana Ross in there. REM obviously ha- or has a song in there, and it would be, it's the end of the world. As we know, it kind of goes along with the movie. Um, so the soundtrack was fairly decent. You got some good songs that I still hear pop up on, uh, the, uh, the Disney channel radio thing that I listened to some Disney music on. It was, uh, nominated for no Academy awards, but it was nominated for a stinker bad movie award, uh, <laughs> which I think is kind of unfair. Uh, it was animated or nominated for a Critics' Choice Award, um, and it actually won that Stinker Bad Movie Award as the worst animated film. <laughs> but um, I thought it was fairly decent, enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, one that I've seen uh, numerous times. So, um, what did you guys think of Chicken Little? I. Did not care. was it was it your first time seeing it, James? It was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah. All right. Because you know, we're coming I, up on a stretch where you said there's quite a few that will be your first time. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just 
to me, this, I mean, it's the classic story, right? But it's not also the classic story. I mean, there's also the, you know, the chicken little trying to, to gain his uh, father's acceptance. It, to me, the story just seemed very, uh, just kind of disjointed. It was like, what the heck's going on? And then now like he's, he's going to save the baseball game. And then, but you know, I felt like, Oh my gosh, even after he saves the baseball game, his dad still doesn't believe in him. Right. And I thought that is a horrible, horrible message that this poor little chicken (laughs) is trying so hard, helps win the game. And his dad still doesn't believe in him. And it was just like, I was just like, what? Like, seriously, like it just it didn't make sense to me. I didn't care for a lot of the, you know, a lot of the the background scenes, the animation. I didn't think it was great. I think the best part of the movies of the movie was some of the music that you talk about. Even the characters just kind of annoyed me. Like like the big pig, you know, he's funny, <laughs> but like he's annoying as heck to me too. And the ugly duckling, I can't remember her name. I I, I don't know, but. And and the other thing is, Abigail. 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 Yes, I've been waiting for Patrick Stewart to be in a Disney movie (laughs) since he was rumored to back for Little Mermaid when he was rumored to be King Triton. I think he was rumored in every movie, (laughs) and and he was literally rumored for every movie between Little Mermaid and this one. And when I see him, I mean, he's got a very distinctive voice, and I'm a big Patrick Stewart, Stewart fan. I'm a big Star Trek fan. And I'm like, really? That's the character he comes in for? Like, really? Like, that's what you're here for? And and I'm looking through. I'm looking through. You you, you already mentioned it. You know, the star power of all the. You know, I'm looking at all these different people. I'm seeing, uh, you know, Patrick Warburton. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Don Knotts. And I'm trying to pick them out in these different things. And I'm like, at the end of the movie, I just I felt to myself, what a waste of all that talent that was there. Like you have all these big, huge names and I just don't feel like they capitalized on those names. I don't feel like they capitalized on their voices. Uh, the movie just seemed to me like it just was kind of back and forth and all over. And it's like, I, I don't know. It just, it, I didn't care for it. So yeah. Sorry, chicken little and all you chicken little fans out there. Oh, that's good. What do you think, Cody? Um, I never, I, I don't look at casting a lot unless a voice really sticks out to me. It's like, Oh man, who's, who's that? Some, sometimes I can instantly place voices and sometimes I gotta, I gotta look it up. But yeah, there was a, a lot of big people in this movie. Um, and for so many big people in this movie, it almost just seems kind of like what James alluded to is like, this is the movie that all these people came together for, you know, that being said, I didn't dislike this movie. And maybe it was because I watched this regularly growing up. Um, I was telling Jason before we started recording James, I think it was when you stepped away for a minute. Um, I remember watching this movie with, Jordan, Jason's oldest son, who's about my age, um, at, at Jason's house, we were in Jordan's room watching this movie 
And we must have had it on like a VHS or a DVD, whatever it would have been. It was VHS. And <laughs> there, there's this scene where I, I think it's when Chicken Little discovers like the, the tile um, in his bedroom, right? Um, or did it, did it crash through the, anyways, he's got the tile and he's, you know, and he, he screams up in his bedroom, right? And it's when his dad is making like Jiffy pop on the stove in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and he screams and the dad gets distracted and the Jiffy pop explodes in the kitchen. Right. For whatever reason, as a seven year olds, that was the funniest thing we could have seen. And so (laughs) we would rewind that scene just to watch the Jiffy pop explode on this guy. Um, And so whenever I think about that, this movie, I think about that scene and I think about rewinding it 10, 12, 15 times in a row and just cracking up over the Jiffy pop exploding. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think this movie's fine. I don't dislike it. I don't love it, but I think it's a decent movie. It's entertaining. Um, it can be a bit much at times. It does have good music. Um, and there are kind of some weird, some, some of the theming kind of seems to, I don't know, clash a little bit. You've kind of got like the, you know, the, the, the kind of, it's this underdog type of story. Right. But then you also have like, war of the worlds. And so it's just, it seems like two weird things to kind of mash together, but you could argue it works. You could argue it doesn't work. I'm, I'm James says, no, it doesn't work. So, <laughs> That's the argument I'm going to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's fine. I don't, I don't dislike it. I have fond memories of it. It's not one now. It was kind of fun to rewatch, but I'm not really going to seek it out again anytime soon. So that's, that's how I feel. All right. Uh, well, let's, uh, we could just go to the ratings. Um, anybody want to start? I will. All right, go ahead. I gave it a 45. Wow. And for those that might not be keeping track, that means I actually liked Home on the Range better than this movie. By two. I gave Home yeah. on the Range 47. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you sure? Am I sure? You know what? You want to know how sure I am as we're talking about it? I actually have bumped up my score since we began recording. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what was I so... Gave it a, I gave it a few more points just because of the music. So I was actually, I think I was at about a 41 actually when we started recording. And then wow. as we're talking, and oftentimes as we're talking, I'll think of a point or you guys will make a point sure. and it affects my rating a little bit. So I upped the music a little bit, but yeah, I... I really didn't care for this movie. I it just, it was just, just didn't do it for you. It, no, it just did not do it for me. Didn't ruffle your feathers enough. It did not ruffle my feathers. <laughs> Come no, on. Man. So that's my, that's James, my, uh, the only thing I got to say to you right now is 
don't go breaking my heart <laughs> with your you, rating, you know man. What, you know, the funny thing about you singing that, I thought that was probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> that right there was the best part. Even though I don't like that pig character, the fact that they're singing back and forth, I thought that was the best part of the movie. I couldn't if I tried. <laughs> All right, Cody, what do you think? Oh man, lollipop, lollipop, oh lollipop, ain't no mountain high enough. So uh, I, I clearly liked the music in this movie. Yeah, it's almost it was almost kind of Shrekish in the fact that it used popular music. Um, mm-hmm. There's kind of I'm not I don't study film enough. To, there's kind of like a a term or something. Uh, Shrek falls into like this particular category or kind of founded or maybe brought light to this particular um, way of doing music for a movie about using popular music or popular may not even be the right word, but uh, using mu- music that's known to kind of, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm further, to say, further but, the story or the plot. Or- yeah. Um, or just to get that name, that, that recognition of, I guess, association with a certain song for a movie. We are the champions, my friends. Um, okay. Uh, well, wow. I'm curious to see what Jason's, uh, ranking is going to be. Um, I'll go next. And, uh, I'm thinking maybe Jason will fall in the middle, uh, between me and James. So I guess we'll see. Um, I give this movie. Oh, that's what I gave that movie, huh? Oh, take a quick glance of some of my other things. It's hard getting that. Now we're into uh, you know, over two thirds of the movies, I think, because you're like, well, I gave this movie this score. And I know. I, I like that movie better than this movie, so I can't give them the same score. I know. And and sometimes so. you just got to completely disregard that and just be like, well, this yeah. is what I'm going to give this movie. Um, right. I'm going to give this date at this time. That's what I'm giving this movie. Yeah. I'm giving this movie in 87. 87. What? (laughs) All right. 87. (laughs) So we've got an average right now of 66. Hold on a second. There's something wrong with my headphones. There is something wrong with my headphones. 87. Holy cow. Don't go breaking my Top heart, James. Top 15? Top 15? Really, Cody? Hey. <laughs> See, this is we're, this this is my fundamental development years right here. Okay? That's this had true. a big That's impact true. You know, on I, I my bet, childhood. I'm sure that plays a lot into it. In all seriousness, I'm sure that plays a lot into it. Absolutely. So, But 87? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I, I, I won't, I won't deny it. It's, it's definitely getting nostalgia points here. How many? It, okay. It's hard to say, okay. but there's certainly nostalgia is playing a factor here. Okay. But I don't, by all means, think it's a, it's a bad movie. Oh, and the opening song. Oh, that's a good one. When he's trying to get to school and he steps on the gum, and oh, it's a good song. See, okay, I, I'll say it right now. I will say it right now. The music makes the movie. The music makes the movie. 
You take the music out, it's a mediocre movie. Oh, I'm not afraid to say out. it. It's a, it's a 33. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could agree with that. <laughs> so Cody was kind of correct on his being in the middle, but not in the middle all the way. I'm, I'm closer to Cody's. Uh, ranking so i gave it an 82 oh, i think a lot of it has to do with the music um so that bumps it up to a 71.3 with a difference of what, 45 to 87 is what 42 yeah i think that might be our yeah it is that is our uh the greatest disparity be or did whatever you want to call it between one rating or the disparity. low rating and the high rating Disparity, right. yeah. Um, wow, wow, wow. I didn't think that was yeah. going to be the divisive movie. <laughs> <laughs> James hates that <laughs> little chicken. <laughs> so that looks like it puts Chicken Little on our list at 39. Am I getting that right, James? Um, I was just looking at it. Our combined ranking? Or Yeah, 38 uh, actually. It's tied with Alice in Wonderland. Is that correct? Uh, I have 34 as the combined ranking. I don't know if maybe something's missing in mine or maybe I just I've got it at 71.3 tied with Alice in Wonderland. And um, so I'm on an Excel sheet and it's right now sitting at number 37, but I've got the top. Oh, 34. No, you're right. Yeah. I went the other way. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. 34th tied with Alice in Wonderland. Cool. Perfect. Yep. So wow. 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 All right. I mean, yeah, so that puts it kind of right in the middle of the board as far as, you know, 62 movies, however many we have total. Um, and obviously we haven't watched all of them yet. But I would say as far as all the movies are concerned, you know, slightly above middle is appropriate. And I, looking at the rest of the movies we have, I'm going to guess it's going to move into the probably mid-40s by the time we're all said and done. Uh, maybe high forties, uh, but I can see some coming up that I will definitely rank higher. Sure. Um, so, uh, but before we get to what's coming up next, I do have three, uh, listener ratings to share. Uh, Kaylee gave me one. She gave it a 70. Okay. Uh, Do very very off the cuff too. She's like, (laughs) "Mm, 70. It's like, yeah. Okay. Did you even, I thought she was going to go lower. Um, I talked with Amber today. She hadn't she hadn't watched it when I texted her, but she did watch it, I guess. Um, she said, I liked it when I was younger, but now I give it a 47. So she's right there with James. Yeah. So Amber. It didn't Amber, it, I guess it I guess it Amber, didn't hold the the nostalgia or whatever for her from her youth. Amber, mm. you are correct. <laughs> and then Marcia gave it a your rating, your rating is correct. I just want to say oh. Amber's rating is correct. I mean, so 79 for Marsha, 70 for Kaylee, and a 47 for Amber. Okay. I so. thought I liked Amber. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you ever make it to Tokyo, she'll take she'll take you to Disneyland. Hey. She they were just there for they went for Thanksgiving. So they went out the night before. Nice. They stayed the night. Uh since it was just them, you know, she didn't, I guess, feel like cooking a bunch of food. So they spent Thanksgiving Day their Thanksgiving day, which is like the next day for us in Disneyland. And then they came back the next day. So, I mean, she may have been to Tokyo Disneyland more times than me, but I beat her to it. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll just say that. All right. Did you have any, uh, James? You know what? I have, I've been posting them on TikTok to see if we can get any yeah. user interaction. I think I saw one on TikTok for this. Yes, there was just the one. When I checked, from, yeah. From someone who calls himself Memes Official 2003 is their username. And they basically, they said 100 all the way. <laughs> it's the perfect movie. All the way. Wow. They, they got their reasons. So. Yep. Yep, I'm sure they do. And I was thinking maybe maybe they they commented on it based on that that handle username whatever you want to call it because this movie came out in 2003. But no, this yeah. movie came out in 2005, so he's going a little off brand for himself. But he must yeah. have liked it enough clearly to go two years yeah. off his official memes. Maybe he was born in 2003 and he uh, he watched it a lot when he was a kid. That Maybe. is way too much analyzing for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you for sending in your rating. One thing he put on there after he put 100 all the way, he did put the laughing emoji. So I think maybe he meant it sarcastic that, yeah. he really that the movie stunk. But I don't well, know. Because, you know. Maybe he was laughing because he's like, oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. Maybe so. You know, maybe anybody so. in your house watch it? James? No, no. This no. week was, I mean, obviously with Thanksgiving, Brianna oh, was, you know, getting things together and, and uh, you know, so I, I haven't even had a chance to ask anybody about it. So, well, all Ter- right. Teresa watched it with me, but she refuses to give me any more ratings. <laughs> Why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I gave her a hard time before. Because uh, I questioned one of her ratings at one point. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you should tell her not to feel bad because that's all we do here is questions each other's ratings. Question each other's ratings, yeah. I know. Especially 87. 45? Come on. How do you how do you how do you even get into the 80s? Either one of you. I'm disappointed in both of no, you. No, the music, the music bumped me up. <laughs> so, story probably I probably got it in the low 60s, but the music bumped it into 80s. And the animation right, so. wasn't bad. I mean, James says he's got this, this, uh, you know, holier than thou rating scale about how he has everything divided out. And I think animation should have brought that score up a little bit, but he must have threw that rating system out the window for this movie. You know what? There were certain things and I talked about it when I was saying there were certain things that I just didn't care about the animation. Like there's one scene where I think they're like in the school locker or something. And you look at the background and you see a line of lockers, but then you see the, like the last four lockers are like higher than the rest of them and at an angle. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, why, why did they choose to draw it like that? Like that makes no sense to me. And it's a little a a small detail that no one cares about, but I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, why in the, why on earth did someone decide to make that decision? You know? And then plus when they're in the, in the, the movie theater at one point, and it's like, I'm looking at how, like just these little things just bugged me. They just kind of (laughs) stood out to me. And it's like, I don't care for the animation. Like the people that were making these decisions, like, I just, I don't agree with them. You know, I'm sorry. It, that, that's, I just don't agree with them. It's way too much. It was made, it was made during. It was made during. 
It was made during Michael Eisner's term. So it's, it's um, way over analyzing. Way yeah. over analyzing. Is that what you're saying, Cody? Yeah. Yeah. Too too much analyzing, James. All right. So you're next, right. Next episode, we are gonna be watching uh the forty what forty seventh? Meet the Robinsons. Yes. Um I actually watched so, this movie like within the last two weeks. Yeah. And, and we've already got a TikTok rating for this one. I, I, I saw this, that too. I was yeah, so good. I saw that video on TikTok and I'm like, don't tell me. I was like, wasn't it supposed to be Chicken Little? I was very confused and I had to go through <laughs> our TikTok history. I was like, oh no, he 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 posted one. It's like, okay, he's just way yeah. ahead of the game. I posted this one early. Yep. Yep. He's getting ready. <laughs> I wanted to give more time to get more ratings. And we got one right off the bat. So we'll share that. Next episode. Hopefully I should, we get a few more. I should maybe try to what is it, repost that and see if maybe we can get a little bit more action on it. Yeah. For yeah. see here. Yeah. All right. So if you have a rating or you've seen uh Chicken Little or Meet the Robinsons or any of the movies that we've watched in the past, uh you can shoot us an email at talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com and we can uh, we can show you, share your ratings on the show if you wish um, all right did you guys want to do uh, the rest of the stuff or do you want to it's kind of running long I forgot when we started so we started at our recording time was 16 minutes so we're about a, an hour and yeah 35 minutes in right now I think <laughs> which is not crazy for us no yeah. It's not. Did you want to? Did you want to skip uh, Cody's corner and Disney A to Z? We'll definitely skip Disney A to Z. Uh, we can we can do that next episode. I'll leave I, it up to Cody. Okay. Oh no, I want to hear what James had to say. This is a democracy. I was gonna say we can spend ten minutes and do Cody's corner because it's yeah. one okay. of my favorite parts. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you have pleased your dictator. And- and, and if you're if you're watching on YouTube, you can go through the different chapters and just skip right to Cody's Corner or whatever there you, you want to do. So and and hopefully in the future, and... the video editing, the YouTube, it takes a lot of time for James to do. And that's not an insult at all um, about James's ability to do it. But it is time consuming. So we appreciate him trying to figure the YouTube side of things out because uh, I know it's taken a lot of time. Uh, from him and he's already if you if you don't know james personally he's one of the busiest people that i know and somehow he always manages to find more things to cram into his already tight schedule so um i will say for all of us thank you james for tackling tackling not only tiktok but also youtube i always thought it'd be cool to have a youtube channel i just didn't have the time (laughs) to do it so it is time. That, that reminds. That reminds me. I got a school project due in three hours. So. Oh, well, let's oh, get this. Let's get, let's get this going. All right. I guess we're not doing Cody's corner. No, we, we are go. doing Cody's corner. Okay. I got to do Cody's corner. Play right. the music. Cody's corner. Come on, gather round. Cody's corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. 
I just got to say, I love that song. Cody was waiting for that. I was waiting I for think, it. I think we're all just waiting for that. <laughs> I should just take the two sound effects, splice them together, and have it as one. Yeah, I was just going to so, say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, Cody. All right. Take it away, Cody. Um, welcome to Cody's Corner. Um, if you're new with us, Cody's Corner is kind of whatever... I decided to be recently. We've been doing a lot of trivia because I like it. Minimal effort on my part. And I like to see James <laughs> and Jason sweat a little bit um, and see how much they actually know about Disney here on the talking. Disney Very little. <laughs> um, but it's fun. It's all in good fun. So, um, but I've also um, asked them to come up with, um, I don't know. We do discussion topics. We, we do all kinds of stuff, but it's a little segment where I can kind of take the reins for a few minutes and do whatever I want to do. Uh, kind of like the last several weeks, we're going to do more trivia tonight because I got a whole stack of trivia cards, Disney trivia cards. And so right. I am picking one out of the center here. I have not looked at this card before. I'm getting out the big red Sharpie. All right. I got the blue one. The pen is blue. The pen is blue. If you can name that movie, email us at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. It is not a Disney movie, so keep that in mind. All right. Um, are we doing all right there, James? Yes. The... Amazon digital assistant seems to be going crazy in my house. And so I'm just looking oh. at her and not wanting to say her name and cause further mayhem oh. in the Dodge household. But <laughs> she who shall not be named is going a little crazy. Oh, does she need to be unplugged and put in a corner? Not Cody's corner. Cause we don't need her to be distracting, but <laughs> no, I'll look at it in a minute. As soon as I get done, Kicking Jason's butt in Disney trivia. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Um, okay. Did I you think... go through and find some easier questions for us? <laughs> I, I picked one out of the middle, but I think there might be some softballs here. So. All, All right. right. Nice. All right. Well, let's knock them out of the park, shall okay. we? Okay. All right. Question number one. What year did Pixar become part of the Disney family? What year did Pixar become part of the Disney family? And for those of you listening or watching, feel free to shout out your guests. The idea is that James and Jason are not looking up the answer to see who can find it the fastest. They are trying to do all this from memory. There are no multiple choices on these cards. If I got to research it quickly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if we could Google it. Yeah. I, I would hope that we would both excel. James would be like, I've got Alexa. I've, I've actually got oh, this, Alexa. I've got this an- Yeah. I've got if, this answer somewhere on my computer too, like as it, in in notes. So if it if it came down to who could type the fastest, I think I got your beat. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Ready? But All right. I, I don't know the answer, but I got a guess. You ready? Okay. okay. Yeah. James says 2004. Jason says 1998. All right, Jason, we're going to have to get an <clears throat> button sound effect uh, because you both got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is 2006. That late, huh? I thought I it was, was shortly close. after Toy Story. No, it took a while. Oh, okay. 2006. So it was 
2006. So, uh, oh, after Iger took, I should have realized that. Yeah, Iger. It happened after Iger, Iger took. Was Pixar was the first thing Iger bought? Yeah. All right. Good deal. Okay. All right. Question number two. In Monsters Inc., what is Randall's special ability? In Monsters Inc., what is Randall's special ability? Which one's Randall? Is he the purple thing? He is the Can't purple thing. Uh, he can tell you. <laughs> I think I'm spelling it right. So, all right, got it. All right. James says teleportation and Jason says camouflage. All right. Two very different answers. The correct answer is he uses camouflage to turn invisible. Dang so, it. So we'll give that point to Jason. All right. So Jason takes an early lead. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't he, uh, like he takes, he can, uh, adapt to his background too and change. Yeah. Cause it, it, isn't he like plaid at one portion or something like that? Yeah. So. When he's getting like in. beat over the head with the baseball bat. Yeah. 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 Kind of like camouflage. Kind of like camouflage. <laughs> All right. See, I knew one. I, I don't think I've seen that movie. As a matter of fact, I know I haven't seen that movie. And yeah. so I'm just basing my answer off of the ride. I feel like I hear, I see him like disappearing and reappearing and other things, but it's probably just him blending into the background. Blending so in I and misunderstood. Yeah. And which is understandable because that's one of those rides that if I got to go on it, it's nap time. It's nap time. <laughs> which is amazing because that that's another thing I would change as CEO. That ride is too dang loud. They are like Ugh. shouting at you in that ride. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. One right. Question number three. Um, potentially another movie James has never seen. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't do this on purpose, James. It's <laughs> sure you don't. You, you know, for being on a Disney podcast, you you are lacking in the movie watching department. Just well, I make up for it in other areas of the Disney universe. Okay. Like, All right. you know, 48, 96 hours from now, I'll be in Disneyland. So, you know. <laughs> All right. You know what? Can we turn off his camera? I'm tired of looking at him. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got all the knowledge of the Disney movies. I got the knowledge of the parks. That's all. Okay. We complement every each other very well. That's all. Right. All. all right, that's it. You kind of and I get good talks. and I get good guesses. The teleportation that was a good guess based on the information that I had. Sure, uh, you know I I won't discredit you. It was a good guess. <laughs> For not have seeing the movie. For not seeing the movie to know that he disappears. Yeah. I mean, that's something, right? Yeah. But you there know, you go. You should have seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you will during our Pixar marathon. Yeah. Yep. Question number three. What is the name of the group of pirate bandits who try to steal the heart of Tefiti in the 2016 film Moana? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is the name of the group of pirate bandits who try to steal the heart of Tefiti? In Moana. Um, 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 um. 
I know I'm wrong, but I got to put a guess out there. I can't just say I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see what you came up with. James says the run, the rum runners. And Jason says the marauders. <laughs> the marauders. <laughs> Jason, do you know where uh, the marauders come from? No, I, I, it just popped in my head. Okay. That's a Harry Potter thing. Oh, okay. Um, and I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. So, <laughs> and uh, James, unfortunately, while again, yet again, a good guess was not correct. This isn't I'll, the Pirates I'll, of the Caribbean. <laughs> I'll bet those bandit pirates had rum and they were running rum. So th- the argument could be made that some people called them the rum runners. What are they called, Cody? The correct answer. <laughs> the correct answer is they were called the Kakamora. Oh, those little dudes. Yeah, the, the coconut looking dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. They look like coconut. Yeah. They they, they, they look what? like they look Kakamora. K-A-K-A-M-O-R-A. Kakamora. They look like coconuts and they shoot. Darts, little darts, yeah, like trink trink darts. You know, like have you have have you seen the movie James Moana? I have not. Oh, okay. So good guess. I mean, it is a little generic, but you know, it's a good guess. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> look like. It looks okay. like a coconut. Yeah, that's the first thing that popped up when I googled it. So, I mean, there's pictures from the movie, but I think this one's actually from the movie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Okay. Question number four out of five. Who plays the title character in the Lizzie McGuire movie? So I'm looking for the name of the oh. actor or actress who plays the title character, which I guess it's actress who plays the title character in the Lizzie McGuire movie or TV show. Cause it's the same actress who plays Lizzie McGuire. What's the actress's I, I, name? I got her in my, I can see her. Uh, I can't think of her name. Well, this is a show that I have not watched, but I'm familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a start. And and when you say that a name pops into my head right away, but I don't know that it's who I think that it is. I just don't know. I'll just feel dumb after you tell me what her name is. So here's my answer. Jason says, who knows? And James says Hillary Duff. The correct answer is Hillary Duff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> we we are now tied one to one. Tied one right. to one. Woohoo! We're, we're gonna end up tied. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, from James's favorite movie with his favorite actress, Uh-oh. Bette Midler. Oh. Question number five. (laughs) I hope she doesn't listen to us because you just greatly offended her. Yeah. They don't care. (laughs) I'm sure she would be offended. In the movie Hocus Pocus, what is special about the cat Binks who helps out the children? The cat? The cat's name is Binks? Cat's name is Binks. What's special about him? Yeah, it's a poorly worded question. Teleportation. (laughs) No, James, it's camouflage. (laughs) 
You said it's a poorly worded question? I think so. Based on what they have listed as the answer, I think it's a poorly worded question. All right. Okay. So we'll see what you guys say. Uh, J- Jace, gosh, you guys need to get different names. James says it can talk. Jason says he slash she can transform. The, I didn't know if it was a male or female cat. So <laughs> they have the I've answer, never which is not incorrect, but I think that I don't like. So the, the answer could be worded better. I, I think, well, I think the question could be worded differently based on what they oh, have okay. the answer. The answer is he used to be a human boy named Thackeray Binks. So the cat. I mean, I don't used know. to be a boy, used to be a boy and he was changed into a cat by the witches. Oh, okay. But the way the questions worded, what is special about him makes it think like, to me, that he, implies he has some sort of ability or power, like power. Like James says yeah. he can talk. That would be special about a cat. Cats don't talk. Yep. So right. I think it's a poorly worded question. Agreed. We both All get right. a point. Yeah, so we tied two to two. <laughs> I give it to James because he was closer. Yeah. Well, he oh, could you transform. Gotta, you got to transform no, we, from we, a boy we, to we, a cat. We, he we, didn't we, do that himself. <laughs> he was changed. He okay, was wait cursed. a second. We can't. We can't end on a tie. Just randomly pick a card and just choose the third question. All right. All right. Right. Well, what if we miss that one too? We can't go on all night. Okay. Well, it's a, uh, this will be the got. final question. Either we, either we both were, we're, we're going to go tied, or one of us is going to win. You know what, Cody? Scratch that. Read through one you think that we'll know the answer for. Look through them real quick and find one that you think that we'll know the answer for. Okay. Maybe that's how, the one that you've got right there. How Maybe. how easy do you want me to go? Because there's a super easy one, and then there's like a middle easy one. I middle. want it to be one that's easy for me and hard for Jason. So really easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll give the one that isn't a dead giveaway because the one that this one's the one's way too easy. Okay. Okay. In the Winnie the Pooh films, who gives rabbit the nickname long ears? Is it Pooh, Roo, or Tigger? Who gives rabbit the nickname of long ears? Pooh, Roo, or Tigger? Well, I've got an answer, but I think I've got an answer, but I mean, we've got a 33% chance of getting it yeah, right. We so do. here's mine. I like these multiple choices. Uh, you both say Tigger. Yep. It's, it's Rue, isn't it? And you're both correct. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. We're good. So what's the, what's the dead giveaway one? And then we'll just, we'll, we'll end it. We'll All right. Yeah. The dead giveaway. What role does actor Johnny Depp play in Pirates of the Caribbean films? Oh. Uh, Kokomo, <laughs> whatever the a kukuru, or whatever. For, for, for us, for a second there, I thought Cody was doing a Scooby Doo impression. <laughs> Rut roll, what roll, what roll, Rut roll, Rut roll, Rut roll, Shaggy. <laughs> All right, that was fun. We got two right, I guess. Yep. So there you go. That was fun. All right. All right. Well, that's uh. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, do the social media real quick. And then uh, why won't my website open? Hmm. Let's pull it up on here. I'm having computer issues. Uh Uh-oh, technical difficulties. Yep. 
here we go. So if you want to follow the show, um, you can check us out on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast or like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. TikTok at, t- at Talking Disney Podcast. Also subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us if you have any questions, uh, comments, you want to share your uh, ratings on movies, uh, basically anything you want to share with us. Uh, you can reach us at TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. And the website is www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com where the show will, will be loaded prior to making its way out to all the various popular streaming services that you use. Uh, and that is all we got for episode 104. Bob Iger's back. Chicken Little was middle of the road, uh, off the side of the road for James. Um, Roadkill. <laughs> but overall, uh, James is now forever going to eat chicken wings aggressively. <laughs> chicken little. Uh, entertaining because of the, the music, I believe. So, um, so that is all we got. Any last alibis, you two? Nope. That's it for me. Nope. Take it easy on the chicken right. wings. Yeah. Thank you. I just had this tonight too. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Um, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we have fun yes. talking about Disney. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, that is all we have. We're out of here for tonight. So until next episode, we will talk to you later. Bye. See you. See you real soon. Switch on the sky and the stars.